Hey everybody, I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And we're Witches Talking, Talking Tarot. Tarot. And tonight, today, whenever you're listening, we're in the evening, but hopefully you're in the morning on release day. We're talking about the magic and practical magic. Yes, practical magic, the movie. No, we're not a pop culture podcast now, but we always talk about pop culture on our podcast. And I suggested like, why don't we talk about the magic out of a magical movie? For a maternity leave episode and then I was like fuck let's just do it for a regular one right so here right we are because everybody loves practical magic who doesn't right and if no. you don't don't tell us before you will break our hearts right right don't <laughs> uh, before we get started I have to ask you Amber if you could recast practical magic would you oh my god I thought about asking the same thing of you that's so funny I just would oh I? I don't know because Sandra like, Bullock and Nicole Kidman just did I, well, so well you wow. know and like Diane Weiss and Stockard Channing they are the, the aunts, aunts. They're I love that bitch. Like, the one from Greece. Which one's oh, that one? That's Stalker Channing. Oh, I, I love, love her. <gasps> and Diane Weiss. She's she the mom like, from The Lost Boys. She's, oh, yeah, she is, isn't she? Yeah, she's she in is. Quite a bit of things. She's in a lot of things. She's in Parenthood, which is one of my favorite Steve Martin movies. Um, Because, uh, yeah, it's such a great movie. It's, the, Keanu Reeves is, like, so young in it. <laughs> Sorry. I no, forgot no, he was okay. in it until I said it was... Anyway. Um, the one... From Greece, she's also in Where the Heart Is. Did you watch that one about the Walmart baby? Oh my god, I think I told I you about not. it. It's so good. She dies. I mean, I'm totally aware. She dies in a tornado. The, the girl? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, soccer no, chanting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, they killed off Natalie Port. Was it Natalie Port? Yeah, it was Natalie okay. Port. It's a great yeah. fucking movie. Yeah, like, I, I am aware of the movie. I've I'm like, never watched it. Who the fuck is that guy? Because he plays a villain in, in, in a different movie. Like, wow. He's a well-known actor. I don't know who the fuck he is, but he plays a villain. In, never mind. Po- never mind. Is he from the, where the heart is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I can't help. <laughs> I haven't seen it. But I mean, the cast, the cast is great. If I had yeah. to recast anyone, I think it would probably be the guy that she ends up falling in love with. The for, sheriff. Yeah. For Are we talking? Magic. Oh, yeah. I agree. Like, if I had to recast anyone, the kids, I could do with recasting them. It's fine. I wouldn't necessarily choose to. Right, but like, right, right. It wouldn't, like, ruin anything There's, yeah, for me. Mm-hmm. Definitely could see recasting Aiden Quinn, even though my mom and I were both like, God, he's so handsome. Because he is. I mean, a river runs through it. I don't know if you've ever seen no. that. I would, I would probably. Oh my god! I would recast him as Cole, the demon from from Charm. No, no, very similar. Very similar. You've never seen Nip Tuck, but I have, so no. Is he a bad guy? Oh, he's such a piece of shit. He's a bad guy in Charm too. Yeah, he is, but he. (laughs) I guess he becomes good, but uh, in in Nip Tuck, he's just a slime ball. (laughs) Do you have any specific like who would you choose as a? So are we going from the same time area, like time it era? It doesn't have to be. Mid-90s? It doesn't or? have to be. could be. If I could recast the love interest. <laughs> All I can think of right now is Keanu Reeves. Because I love him and Sandra Bullock so together s- so much. I love him. I do. I do. I love him. Not Maybe not for that role. I don't know why. No, I, I just like all I can picture together right now is him and Sandra Bullock. Because of speed? 
Is uh, it Speed? Well, not just Speed, but The Lake House. Um, and <gasps> that was also, him? That was... I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh, yeah. That's like, I, I remember the... the... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that movie Yeah, in so I love long. them together. And I just brought up Keanu Reeves because he's in Parenthood, not with Sandra Bullock, but that's why he's in my head right now. Um, if I could recast the, the Aiden Quinn character... Um, I'm not sure because, like, if I could recast anybody, I think I might recast Johnny Angelove. Me too. Me I too. think I would. I I'm not sure who. I could see Cole from Charmed as Johnny Angelove because, again, that whole that actor just as a general rule makes me go slime ball. I is it bad that I want to cast Johnny Angelove as an Italian? No, because is I don't think is Angela of an Italian last name. No, I he's Slavic. He's Bulgarian. <gasps> oh, duh! She says yeah, Bulgarian. Yeah, I was actually gonna make a joke about how the <laughs> she Slavic people are always Bulgarian. the bad guys. Can you not leave us alone? You've been persecuting us forever. <laughs> I was gonna make leave it. the Slavs alone. I was gonna make a KGB. <laughs> is that what it is, or is it KBG? No, KGB. You, KGB. Uh, if you're talking yeah. about like the Russian Secret Service, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to be honest, but there's like this funny ass joke where uh, he's like, knock, knock. He's like, who do they, who's there? And he's like, the KGB. And there's like, the KGB. The KGB waits for no one. <laughs> I think I have seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> um, All I could think of, you brought up The Office along with the KGB. <laughs> and I thought of that episode of American Dad where Francine starts working at the CIA with Stan, and it's like the office CIA oh my version. You know that episode? No, but it's Oh, my God. I I've watched every oh. episode up to a point. Oh, okay. okay. It's so funny. I bet it is. It is. I don't want to ruin it. Don't, because I, I do want to yeah. see It's my favorite one. It, I've watched yeah. all the way up until, like, the little alien. Then thing. keep watching. Keep watching, because the, the episode where they work together, they there's a whole, like, the off. It even starts off with the music for The Office. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> like the guys at the CIA are getting, like, felt, you know, oh, they're my a little, God, like, awesome. you know, Stan has his gym moments. You know, oh, my God. Fucking that's great. great. He stares into the camera. Oh, I gotta watch Does it. Does anybody stare into the camera? I don't know. I, like, when I said, like, where he goes off and he's like, I took a little bit of Like, and he's, like, doing the interview things. Like, Jim is the one I, I think of the most because Jim's interview moments are my favorite. Right, When right. he's, like, the solo. Him and Pam. I guess Pam would be my second favorite. Right. But anyway, I, the, I, like I won't be ruining this if I tell you that in that episode, there's, like, three people in the CIA office who are Chinese spies. Oh, my God. And they're, like, like undercover as, like, like, Swedish guys. Oh, my God. Does anybody know where those... Codes, Codes are? <laughs> yes! If you've ever seen that meme, it comes from that because that's exactly what I happens. know exactly what you're talking about. And they like made really appearances bad... in like later or different episodes. Yeah, but... They have like they have really bad blonde wigs. It's really fucking Oh funny. my god. And the way and, I yeah. I actually like the guy that talks for them. I'm pretty sure it's Kim Un or I'm Young sure. or I have I no idea how the hell they pronounce his name. But I, I will know. say I guarantee you we get a viewer from Russia now. <laughs> or, or well, we have well, we've we do. got several Slavic viewers. We've got Ukrainian, right. we've got Russian, we've got Serbian. But one of them um, will be part of the KGB now. Don't come at me. Amber bro. said it, not me. Don't <laughs> don't don't come at me. No, like my because of my family history and because of being 
descendants of Russian royalty. Some people in my family are legit afraid of the Russian government because they think that they care that we escaped Russia and they would come after us. They're about to pull an Anastasia. Right! Exactly. Seriously. I don't mean to laugh. No, but that's seriously a thought. And I've never, but you go, the KGB's listening. I'm just like, no. No. Now I have that fear that other people in my family have. Like, no. No, no, no. Don't listen to us. (laughs) Don't Anastasia me. Also, I will unashamedly admit that because I grew up knowing my heritage, uh, at least on my mom's side, and knowing of my Russian ancestry, I legitimately, until I found out how long ago Anastasia was, I was like, could I be Anastasia? Did you really? <laughs> I, like, I, like, I was a I, kid. Wait, when did that... that when I was a little kid. No, no, I mean like... When the did, movie? No, the... Sh- the, the when oh, did that happened happen? back in like World War One times. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. It was like a long But time. I didn't know that when I was a kid, so I was like... I could be Anastasia. And then I found <laughs> you got out. your, like, aerial moment. Oh, <laughs> I did. And then I found out how long ago. And I was like, well, maybe my grandmother was the Anastasia that, like, escaped. It could happen. I wish she really escaped, though. <laughs> Me too. The whole thing Me too. So oh, my God. Anastasia, like, the amount of times that I watched that movie and my children watched that movie growing up. Bryson really likes so it. Bryson really likes so it. Like, yeah. Anywho. To recast uh, the Angelo guy. Angelove. Angelove. Angelove guy. Angelove. I don't... Angelove. Angelove. Sorry. They just do that in the movie. I no, love it's okay. that. I'm it's like, like my, one of my favorite parts. Do I know Johnny an Italian Angelove. actor? The only thing Angelove. that... I know this sounds Angelove. so silly, and I know he's not Italian. He's just from Boston. You know who I'm about to say? Mark Wahlberg. Oh my god! You said from Boston. I was like, yeah. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. But I love Mark Wahlberg too much. I could... I do love Marky Mark. I I love love Mark Wahlberg. I love Marky Mark. And I tried... You know what? I wanted to watch Fear recently, but I can't. Because now I'm a mom, and it's creepy to watch a teenage girl with her weird obsessive boyfriend when I have kids that age. I can't watch Fear now. Did you watch Four Brothers? Bryson and I recently watched that. I like Four Brothers. I liked it back when it... I watched it a couple times back when it was newer. I was like, Bryson, I don't think... I don't think Marky Mark's acting. I'm pretty sure he came from, like, a rough-ass neighborhood. Like, so he's, like, reverting back to, like... Marky Mark. Gangsta shit. You know what I mean? Not Donnie. Sorry, Donnie. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, no, I'm with you. I I do agree with that. I like, I like Marky Mark. People I love talk Mark shit. I love Mark Wahlberg. Well, people talk shit about Ben Affleck too, you know, but they do. I, I love. Ma- I watched. I watched Dogma at Easter, and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is my favorite Ben Affleck movie. Also, watching Deep Water two weeks ago, and then, uh, or I guess maybe it was only like the week before I watched Deep Water, and then I watched Dogma from like the late '90s, early 2000s, uh-huh. and I'm like. Okay, is Damn, that the one with J Lo and Young? No, there's he's in a movie with J Lo. Yeah, no idea what it is. Oh, I only God, know it because back in the day. it's it was in worst movie quotes, oh. and J Lo tells him when she wants to get sexy, she's like, "It's turkey time." Oh my ah! God, who says that? Oh no, God. and then she looks no, at him God. and goes, "Gobble gobble." Oh, oh no, fuck, says that. no. Yes. Oh. 
Okay, so I dogma, like... I just, just for everybody, dogma, like religious dogma, right? Uh, so uh, that's why it's called right. dogma. It's a Kevin Smith movie. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that made Jay and Silent Bob. He made the Clerks movies. He made the Mallrats movies. He's like really big in the 90s and 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like, and then he came back with, you know, he made Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back or uh-huh. whatever. Like that new one that Corey and I tried to watch and we just couldn't. But anyway, Kevin Smith, it's a Kevin Smith movie. It's got Jay and Silent Bob in it. They're prophets. Uh, Chris Rock, he is in it. I love Chris Rock. He is the 13th apostle. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that. Please don't cancel me. I love Chris Rock. Chris Chris Rock's the bomb. And don't cancel me, but he got slapped by Ben Affleck in Dogma before he got slapped uh, at the Academy Awards. Because we were watching Dogma and, like, Ben Affleck, he's an angel. He's a fallen angel oh, in the movie. Oh, oh, he oh and shit, Matt wait, Damon wait, are did fallen you say angels. Alan, is Alan Rickman in the yeah, one? Okay, yeah, yeah. I know Alan, what you're talking about. Yeah, it's my favorite it. Alan Rickman movie. I want to Love see that it. movie. And Ben Affleck, he's got his wings out, and he goes, whack, and just like straight across the face ben of Chris Affleck Rock. Ben Affleck is an angel. Is he a He's a fallen character? angel. Yeah. Holy, a he's fallen Bartle, angel? He's Bartleby. And God is a woman. Alanis Morissette's God. Oh, I don't know who took the dogs out, but why... Why are you a- doing this while we're recording, sir? <laughs> There's a rule in my house. The dogs aren't to be taken out while we're recording. Sorry, everybody. That's oh. why. So if you heard all that shit, I apologize. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yes, I will have it's to a ben watch Af- Like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are some of the main characters, and they are fallen angels. And I love them in that movie so much. But Ben Affleck is in a lot of Kevin Smith movies. Like, the reason you know Ben Affleck today is because of Kevin Smith movies. Is that movies. why he gets a bad rap? I don't think so. Bryson uh, said it's because uh, he Goodwill like- Hunting is why he gets a bad rap. Same with uh, Matt Damon. I don't know why. I like critics, them both, if I'm being like, well. Critics don't like that movie or something, or maybe people don't like it and critics did. I don't know. But from my knowledge, it's Goodwill, Hunt, uh, Goodwill Hunting is what did them both in t- to a degree. They're in movies because of Kevin Smith. I like Ben Affleck. I think he's a handsome motherfucker. I could see him, I could see him as the, the sheriff. Actually, if you guys are watching, you can see whether or not Amber agrees. <laughs> he, got, he got big too. Like in the nineties, I saw him. He was not as muscular, but in Dark Water, damn. Well, I mean, he grew up. All men go through. Oh like, yeah, I guess. Like, he, in the in he went through like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he got the dad bod. Like I oh, remember, is that what it is? is that no, why I'm like, like damn. I, when when Gia was a baby, so we Roz was about two years old. We went to visit Corey's family, and. His stepmom was like, oh, you got a dad body now. You're not so skinny anymore. And I was like, oh, he does. And, like, so that's that's why I don't mean, he, like, like I don't out. mean dad I, body in a bad way. Like, people say dad bod, and they mean, like, chunky and hairy and whatever. <laughs> that's not what I mean by dad body. I mean, like, he's not a boy, and he's not, like, just a young adult anymore. He's a he's man. He's a man. He got that yeah. man body. He's got that man He body. does, dude. Those shoulders, though. Like, I was, I, I was looking... I was, I, but I could see him as the love interest mm-hmm. in uh, in in that movie. Uh, as for the angel love, uh, I don't know. I say Mark Wahlberg, but he's not even Italian. He's just got a silly accent. He's just Boston. Uh, I think he's like Irish or something. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think way, Italian. I like, also think that old ass man. What's his name? 
uh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> He's like, well, he would have been younger back then, but I still don't like him for John for Angel Love. Probably Do I? He's not Italian. I mean, <laughs> he's Bulgarian. But <gasps> that Bulgarian guy from Harry Potter, that one guy from uh, Harry Potter Five. Mm, I don't know. Young, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I kind of. I can. I don't see know him why, Scarface. Is that Christian Slater as Angel Love? With dark hair, I could see that. I could actually the see that. The interviewer with a vampire. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see actually see that. I could see that. I could see that. Guy's fucking weird looking. In, in not in a bad love. way. Not in yeah, a bad way. No, in a I way that you. he could play a villain. Yeah, very yeah, yeah. Well. He he can. He can play, yeah. play a villain very well, and he can play a good guy very well. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, gleam in the cube, motherfucker. He played in that Wind Talkers. Movie. If you know that movie, I we're friends. Just know that. If you know Gleaming the Cube, we're friends now. So, so that would be our cast then. Uh, well, ben, or did, did Ben you... Affleck as uh, the sheriff? Oh my god! Imagine him with the two said? different colored eyes. Zam! Wow! Zam! Wow! Yeah, it's gotta be Zam! Wow! I know, right? Zam! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I used to say damn, like, and that was my big thing. Then I started reading about chakras, and it's like Zam is one of those things that like opens the chakra. Oh, nice. So while I'm checking somebody out, I'm gonna open that root chakra as well. Zam! <laughs> I can dig it. Right. But I like that. I can, I can definitely. I want to open that throat chakra. You know Damn. what? And if we're replacing uh, that current day Ben Affleck with Aiden Quinn, now Sandra Bullock's a cougar and they look good together. Damn. Yeah. yeah you are so mm -hmm. right. You are so yeah. right. But Christian Slater, he's not younger, so like he he's great for the angel love replacement. Right, he's I like totally right agree. in there, even if he, we don't do his hair. I like I could just see. Let's it. replace. I that. could see like the the scene where angel love comes up, and he like the the scene where oh, you absolutely. meet angel love, and right. she's like, angel love, angel love, angel love, right. and all the whispers, and he puts the fucking Is thing over real? her eyes. I'm sorry, I know the oh, soundtrack. Oh, I, I can picture Christian Slater <laughs> doing it and he's coming up behind her ear and she's just like, oh, her hands over his. <laughs> oh, shit, dog. I can picture it. But I wouldn't, I don't think I could recast the aunts. Who would you recast I the aunts I don't think I could. I really I, like, don't. I think they're I iconic. love them. Just they like, are I iconic. don't think I could recast Nicole Kidman or Sandra Bullock. Like, I iconic. couldn't either. Like, I was I trying to I could recast think, the one bitch. Like, okay, look. If I recasted Nicole Kidman, it would only be with the girl who was in Teen Witch. And it would only be because she was the teen from Teen Witch. That would be and she's right-headed, so right. it would it would work. Right. But that's the only way I could like Um, I will say I could recast the bully, like that one bitch whose kids get who kid who's kid, oh. uh as Emma Roberts. Oh. <laughs> but see Emma She's so young for that one character, but I could recast her because she's. You know what, though? I don't think she's that young. I think she's about Nicole Kidman's age. In she looks very young. She's older than me. Really? Yes. Yes. She does look younger. She looks. Very Some young. actresses are like that, though. Like Natalie Portman, we were just talking about. She looks she super still young looks, for her age. Yeah, yeah. She still looks really young. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Like I don't know if anybody watches Bridgerton, but the girl my that mom. plays <laughs> Eloise. Oh, you met any of these? Oh, yeah. I thought you met in my house. Well, uh, sorry. The girl that plays Eloise, the youngest sister, she's like almost forty. Yeah. Damn. I had no idea. It's crazy. Like, yeah. Oh my god, did I tell you that I know because of uh, my mom watches Bridgerton and I watch Dairy Girls and there's this one actress that she is the gossip lady from Bridgerton. She's from Dairy Girls and I Penelope, love that show. the the redheaded girl? Yeah. 
Yeah, wow. she's from Dairy Girls, which is about Ireland during like the end of the Does she strike. have red hair in that one too? She has she's a great blonde. redhead. She's oh, blonde. yeah, she's blonde in real life. Yeah. But she's a good she's, looking redhead. Oh, yeah, she's so funny in that show. She sells her friends out like nobody's business. She's such a bitch. And so I made the joke like, oh man, she's selling her friends out all over the place. This she's still out. selling her yeah, friends exactly. out. That's how she like, got the role on Bridgerton. She's so she's good at it. That lady whistled down. Yeah, but I exactly. gotta say, I do love that it's Julia Robert. No, Julia Andrews, who is oh. talking for Lady Whistledown. Oh, she's okay. a I love queen. Julia Andrews. She's she a is, queen. She is a good, good, good. She has a great voice. She is. She's very good at di- diction, speaking. She, she is, can speak. Oh, well. absolutely. She is the queen of Genovia. Like she is the queen. Like I love her. Um, so anyway, practical magic. There's a bunch of different magics uh, you see. In Why do I, is that from? Princess Diaries. She's a grandma. Okay, She's the one with the I famous quote. They're like, you're running late, your highness. She's like, a queen is never late. Everybody else arrives early. <laughs> I like her. She's yeah. my kind of people. Um, my kind of people. So there's lots of different magic in practical oh magic. God. Hence so the name practical, practical magic. magic. Yeah. Some of it's like real. Some of it's not so real. Like um, yeah, like so they cover real types of magic in Hollywood types of ways. Oh, absolutely. Like manifestation. Oh, I would compare that to like uh, Coven. If you don't mind me, American Horror Story Coven. Yeah. They can com- they they cover real magic in that show. In a oh, very just like Hollywood craft. way. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, just like the craft and glamours. Yeah, no, totally. They cover real magic in very Hollywood ways. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I like the part at the beginning where the rope breaks and you're like, oh, that's so Hollywood. And I'm like, but I love when real magic works that way. That's one of my favorite ways of real magic working. And so, like, it's interesting to me, too, of the ways that different people perceive those things that happen in the movie. Just like when Sally or when Jillian makes all of the names change in the tree the mm-hmm. you know it's like do you really think that somebody could do that no could she trick her mind could she have fucking fucked with her mind maybe i don't know somebody tried to convince me of that two years ago uh, remember that yeah. and i was like this bitch is crazy yeah you know no, but I mean? like, like so i don't necessarily believe in that but like sandra bullock when they go when she, after her first husband dies and they move in with the aunts mm-hmm. and she's talking to the aunts but she's like, they can't actually hear her, but you know they can hear her, right? Does that make sense? Because they're so no, far away. No, it absolutely makes sense. I and I believe in that. I believe did. you can make somebody hear you like that. Oh, I think so. I weird? do. I, no, I do believe so, that. But I do have a question because I think I think I totally misunderstood that scene. I thought that was a voiceover. Was she actually talking to Yeah. Like, okay, I was, this whole time I like, thought it was like, like a telepathically voiceover. telling them. Okay. There will be no cake for breakfast and none of those fake like none of that bullshit rules well because she didn't want her kids to have that same upbringing obviously she resents the craft Mm -hmm. that's kind of part of the point of the movie right because the aunts go you can't dabble with magic while turning your nose down or looking Mm -hmm. down your nose Mm -hmm. at it right Mm -hmm. which is 100% some people should fucking know right (laughs) check out our past video about mundane magic right yeah oh shit yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so one of the, the more realistic or I, I mean I guess it's all one of the things 
the broom falling. That's my go-to. You know what yep. I mean? Like superstition. When some oh, absolutely. And you yeah. mentioned the beetle being a superstition exactly, as well. Yeah. Um, now you had, if you don't mind me, uh, uh, bringing up the curse, which is that a no one's woman will never or um, uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, curse. like the curse. But it began with a spell that had bad intentions that soured over time. Well, and for me, it's a. I don't know the word. I know it's not algorithm. It's not a synonym. It's a. It's not an antonym. I don't know. I don't know. Right. You know. Keep the, saying the thing, and I'll give you the word. It's. Generational curses put into a, a, a. It's like a different way to describe generational curses. It's a thing, but it's not a real thing. It actually is this. Okay, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, can you tell synonym. me the thing? It's not an antonym. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a metaphor, yeah. Okay. So, or an analogy. Analogy. Yeah. Maybe that's Either what I was way. thinking. Yeah, but, I like, think. I think it is because um, now that you put it that way, I think about it. Yeah, the women in the my family, oh, my gosh, we've got generational curses. Not necessarily, yeah. like, super shitty. But the women in my family, when it comes to relationships are very hard very harsh mm -hmm. women and i think that go that dates all the way back to great grandma working or you know right. like like hard and like yeah. like and a, it also can go back to self-fulfilling prophecy right? right because if that's what you expect of life exactly. that's what you're going to get out of life which is the mm -hmm. law of attraction which mm -hmm. they don't actually name it but it's definitely here Ex in this oh movie. exactly exactly absolutely just like they use uh What's the word? Uh, manifestation in all sorts of different ways, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I agree with the, the generational curse piece being like, um, or, or the curse being an analogy love. for right. generational curse. Right. It doesn't necessarily have to be It's not just about the love spell itself. Love. Right. Yeah. It, it's like, to me, like I said, the women in my family are very hard. That's because great, great, great grandmother was very fucking hard on her kids who were very hard on their kids who were very hard on them and, and so on and so forth. And that's where breaking generational curses are really fucking yep. hard because this is how family Families has been right. forever. Right. And like you mentioned, we're talking about this curse. A love spell's gone wrong. This is what's going to happen. Well, Self-fulfilling like prophecy. Right. right. And it's like Ben Affleck says at the end, because I'm going with our new cast on... Just the two people we did. <laughs> right? Oh, three. The three. We, we still have Emma Roberts. She's in the Right, right. Surprise, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but she was. It was so perfect. Um, <laughs> but as Ben Affleck said, I don't believe in curses, so they can't affect me. Oh, my God. It's so romantic. It, it is. is. It I is. Movie. How many times did you read my letter? Right. I mean, it was important to the investigation. Oh, my God. It's super romantic like when they're laying down kissing and she's like oh, one blue eye one green eye and she I gets know, up and, and she's like, like i called you to me and he's like i asked for you too oh, oh like my heart breaks every time when he was like i was born, born like this like, and i was I like what know. do you think you think he's like damn she thinks yeah, i'm weird. fucking weird right? she's calling me a freak like they did back in the i know that's my thought oh my god they were both made fun of <laughs> because she was called a witch. I bet you money. Damn. That's, that's why he's like, I was born this way. Well, and also, like, something they discuss in the... Now that I think about it is... 
loving more than one person because uh-huh. the only way for her first husband to die was if she truly loved him uh-huh. and she did she did but that doesn't necessarily mean that, that he was her want. soulmate right well and okay so we talk about self-fulfilling prophecies one mm-hmm. thing that i love that i wrote down at the beginning of the movie uh-huh. when they're before she meets her first husband the, uh-huh. the day she sees him mm-hmm. right when jet this reveals that she can read minds like- yeah and she's telling all everybody's business. And, like, they're not really fucking happy. Normal is what you make Oh, my it. God. I do love that. She's like, that bitch can eat a pound cake in under five minutes. Right. <laughs> like, and they can out. hear her. Right. You know they can hear That's, her. You, way to call me out. Like. Right? Oh, my God. And it's like, he's cheating on her. You just said it to, like, everybody in your tiny fucking town. No wonder people are like, witch, witch, witch. Come on, but I get it, with that like, I'm not but trying to But for generations, say- people have been like, witch. So, of course, you're going to embarrass right, them right. when you can read their minds and you know that they can eat a pound cake in under five minutes because their husband's fucking her, his secretary. I would call them out, too. No hate. I, I, no I, hate. But I, in that moment, mm-hmm. right? So, Jet is trying to make her feel better in one way. And then they start talking about Jillian. And Francis says, well, like, because they... Cause Sally says, Jillian goes through so many guys. And Francis says, wait until she finds a guy who will go through her. And then you meet Jenny Angelov. I'm sorry, but that that was Francis speaking shit into existence. Amber believes in speaking things well, into existence. Well, and you, you mentioned... And that was speaking it into oh, existence. Exactly. Granted, it was also probably foreshadowing for the movie. Right, foreshadowing. But from a magical perspective... Mm-hmm. That was speaking things into existence. You talk about a man who can go through her, and then she's obsessed with a serial killer? That's not a coincidence, because I don't believe in coincidence. So, like... But you were saying, I'm sorry. No, no, I it's just, okay. So, like, you, you talk about how, like, she's outing all these people, and I and I have to say I do believe in that, because as, as an empath in a non-ironic, make-fun-of-meme sort of way, but a legit way as an empath... I can pick up on a lot of shit oh, like yeah. that. Absolutely. So, like, if I'm hanging out with someone and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry your man's cheating on you. Like, I'm not saying, like, I know, but I got a pretty good My My sense of propriety good. will not allow me to say that to oh, anybody I would never, that's not. Oh, oh I would oh, never say that oh, out loud. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not like, because Jet was saying it out no, loud. No, no, no. I thought I, you meant saying it out loud. But okay. I think, I think that's because my intuition well, on that type on of it. thing. Yeah. Well, that and also with the practice too. of the cards, that's the shit you pull. And it's not necessarily on purpose. Like, I'm, I'm listening in, though I have done that a couple times. Uh, <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's just something that has been practiced over the years because of my work with the cards. But I'm really good at reading people like... Oh yeah, you know I don't know I, how to I, explain it. I I I, <laughs> I, I get what you mean. Right. I don't know if I can I explain it either to somebody who doesn't. Right. But if you get it, you get it. If you right. know, you know. Right. Like it's weird. It's yeah. like I just know. I don't yeah, know how to. Yeah. I just to... know. Yeah. Like just like you. I mean, you I don't know if know somebody can eat a pound cake under five minutes. You know, you just know when they're giving you the truth. You just know when they're hiding the right. truth, and you just know when they're flat out lying. Does that make right. sense? Right. And then you can like. I don't know. And I'm you really can pick bad. up on the in between. Two people having a conversation, and it's like, oh, he's lying. <clears throat> oh, ab- oh, absolutely. How are you so blind to him lying right now? I say that as I'm sure that I myself oh my am the blind person. Yeah. But when it's other people, 
I know. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah, it's no, like you know, right? Right. If you know, you know. Um, um, no, but that's a good point. Like, or not that I listen to other people's conversations, but other people's interactions. Right. No. Exactly. No. I mean, you can't. If you're going to be open, you mm-hmm. can't also simultaneously shut yourself off Completely. just to other people. Right. Exactly. If you're open, you're open. You can't. I mean, you can control it, right, yes. Right. Right. But you're open to all these messages. You're going to pick up these other messages, oh, too. And if I think somebody's lying to me, it's really easy to, like, just, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. you're fucking lying. I'm seeing now, Sherlock. Like, okay. let us be clear. I might let you get away with lying to me, mm-hmm. but I full well fucking know you're lying to me. Right, exactly. My piece is just, I will keep my own peace, but I now know that you're lying to me and yep. you're no longer in my trusted circle. Exactly. Well, and it's also like, I know when you feel something, but you're lying about how you feel. Yeah. Just be fucking honest about be how you honest. feel. Oh, be honest. Be honest with yourself. I don't feel that way. I don't know why you, you're just, you're just projecting. Yeah. And it's like. I'm a no, witch. I'm not. Like, yeah, like, like, I can pick up. Like, like, when my peaceful ocean becomes a fucking tempest, right? Let me tell you, I know that there's something going on. So I, I would say that is a realistic part of the. Oh, absolutely. Maybe not knowing somebody can eat a pound cake in under five minutes. I believe exactly. I well, if you're I if know. you're able to read thoughts though, uh-huh. and she's literally thinking like, how embarrassing! I can eat a pound cake in under five minutes, or well, I need damn. to walk. Because I, I ate a pound cake in under five minutes, then now Jet knows she can eat a pound cake in right, under five right. minutes. Even though she was just thinking about the fact that this walk is good for me. Right. Because little does anybody else know, except for Aunt Jet over there. Right. You know? Right. But I don't know. Like, I believe in, the, like, and, like, I totally believe in, just like when we were talking about deer, and lo and behold, there were deer on the side oh, of the road absolutely. that night. That one, and they were so beautiful. They were. But again, I believe in speaking things into existence. Mm-hmm. So I believe 100% when Francis said, She'll, like, wait till uh, there's a man that goes through her. Mm-hmm. She spoke that shit into existence. And then, boom, Jillian meets Angela. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the song that played. <laughs> but um, something else that's very realistic and practical magic. And I know this is going to sound very stereotypical. So if you're still with us after all this shit Please. that we've just been doing, <laughs> this crazy shit. Um... People, when you are a witch, specifically in a not very pagan populated area, most of the people that I know are not pagan. Um, And they're people that I grew up with because I never left because I just didn't. Anyway, (laughs) so they're the people that I grew up with. Uh, They're the adults I grew up with who were adults when I was a child. And then they're the the kids I went to school with. And you would be fucking amazed at the amount of people that will message you. And they will ask for love readings and love spells. Am I going to get pregnant this month? They will message you. This is true, okay? It sounds very stereotypical like small town witch. They will message you asking. For a mm-hmm. fucking love spell, and then go on Facebook and say, Tarot is of the devil, and mm-hmm. all this shit is yep. of the devil. But behind, but they'd be sneaking to your yeah, fucking door. Just like the lady at the beginning of the movie. I wouldn't be in this house otherwise. You right, know? Like, right. You're a like, fucking hypocrite. Oh, absolutely. You want what we can give you. Exactly. But since you bring that up, I'm just going to say this movie tells everybody oh, that yeah. love spells are bad just like the craft if you didn't pick up on it yet love spells are 
bad. Oh, they They're didn't bad. even show half They're of bad. it in the movie. In the book, <clears throat> well, the, I think the craft shows what Practical oh, right. Magic doesn't show. Right, like, in Practical Magic, the book, this woman that they do finally, you know, give her the love spell for a certain price. Now, I will say, yeah, the me price pers- of that poor pigeon. Me, personally, as a witch, uh, it doesn't matter how much money someone gives me, I'm probably not going to cast a serious love spell for oh, no. you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, not all witches are the same. Not everybody <coughs> follows that. Um... <coughs> She gets exactly what she wanted. The man becomes obsessive. They mm-hmm. get oh, he leaves his wife. They get married, but he becomes obsessive, abusively obsessive, mm-hmm. so much so that he quits his job. And in the book, it's it's uh, talked about how she works at a diner, so all he, he does all day, there all day sits at the diner. She cannot rid herself of him. Just so like much she wanted, so she can't talk anymore. I don't know what happened. I can't remember if she got her tongue ripped out or if. Uh, something happened to where she loses her voice. So, while she's being stalked from this guy, she can't even ask for help. She's, yeah. yeah. I mean, she got what she asked for. She literally said, I want him to not be able to stop thinking about me. I want him to be obsessed with me. I want him to want me. And she got exactly what she asked for, which is why love spells are bad, guys. Because you usually say things like that when you're casting a love spell. Because you're desperate and you're You're not Exactly. Right. But also, love spells go awry. Like the aunts, Mm -hmm. they do the love spell for Sally because they don't think that she'll ever really fall in love with the guy. They think it's all going to be magic bound mm-hmm. and so it's okay to do this love spell and, and then it backfires and Sally winds up heartbroken anyway no and then no Sally does her love spell right. when she's a child mm-hmm. which honestly I have to say I think that childhood manifestation is some of the most powerful manifestation from the standpoint of you are so much more innocent and you are more connected to the other world at that point because mm-hmm. I do believe in reincarnation mm-hmm. right um because, like, she, okay, if, I'm just going to talk about the movie, okay? I'm not saying whether or not I believe this part, but she does a spell after she learns about the family curse, right? Mm-hmm. And she sees that woman in her aunt's parlor who's just desperate for this man to love her. And she's like, I don't ever want to fall in love. So I'm going to create a love spell for myself, for somebody who doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And it's like she she asks for somebody with one green eye, one blue. His favorite shape is a star. This, that, and the other. And she's like picking herbs out of the, the fucking uh, herb room the whole time. It's such a cool scene, right? Mm-hmm. And then she goes out and the petals all float up into the moonlight. Mm-hmm. Which is a cool scene, too. But later... Ben Affleck with the blue eye and the green eye comes into her life, right? Right. So, so basically, the theme is that you never know how a, a love spell in particular is you going to manifest. You never know how it's going to manifest. And also, be careful what you wish for because what you want now when you're a 10-year-old child might manifest when you're in your 30s or 40s. Like, seriously, I say po- childhood po- manifestation is some of the most powerful because... Everything that I said as a child I wanted in life, I have now attained, even though some of those things I no longer wanted. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. You Absolutely. I mean? right. And when you're a child, you're not very specific. <clears throat> so all those things that I asked for that I got, I wasn't specific about because I was a child. But it's a very powerful time in your life. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I love... I don't know if Practical Magic meant to do that or not, but that's how I take that part of the movie mm-hmm. is like... 
her childhood manifestation is so powerful that it carries through till her 30s. And there is this person who is so drawn to her and he fits the fucking bill for her spell, which Mm -hmm. is why, like you mentioned earlier, they're making out and she's like, one green eye, one blue. And then she leaves and he's like, oh shit, was that me? And it's like, no, she scared herself because her spell came true. Right. The spell from her childhood. Which, again, love spells go awry, whether you're a child or not. Right, right. Well, any spell can go awry. Any spell can go awry, yes, absolutely. But love spells, like, it's like that meme that's like, never start a marriage with a kidnapping. And it's like how I I feel advising baby witches against love spells. Have you ever done a love spell? I've never done a, not that kind of love spell. Like, I created a love spell to strengthen my relationship with my husband. That is a mutual, we both know what it is going into consuming it, Mm -hmm. potion. But I've never done a love spell like, you know, outside of like the divination we mentioned in our Magic in the Mundane episode where you're like, does he love, like he loves me, he loves me, not picking flower flower petals. Or the things you do as a kid, you know, Mm -hmm. like where you learn about... um, whatever letter you see is going to be the name of your whatever. And if you remember, I'm sorry, we were all fucking witches in the 90s. We were all doing that little mash thing where you have (laughs) the papers and this many and this many and this is your life when you get older. You know. I have have cast a love spell um, once, many years ago, before I met my husband. Um, The pink candle that I used burned down on one side and not the other. And that guy was what? a total dick. And That's a one-sided love. Oh, absolutely, Sorry. absolutely. Guy was a total dick, and I actually got a message from him after I was married, wanting to meet up, and I had to block him. Dudes be trolling. No, I think I think it's. Because, I do think it's because of the love spell. I think. Oh, he, was, he, he was coming you know, back. Coming back, and I'm like, oh, look. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know for a fact, don't do a love spell because that, yeah. that 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 was. Yeah. But some of the real. Okay, so let's get. We back got to a like, new subscriber. Woo! Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> some of the love spells, or I mean, some of the real magic. Right, we can move away from the love spells, but they right. they use herbs a lot, like mugwort poultice for mm-hmm. the black eye, mm-hmm. which is totally. Oh, they 100%. use herbs in food for their oh, yeah. attention. Like we oh, talk yeah. about that all the time. Oh yeah, here. and like As that syrup witch. that they make for the banishing. I, first of yeah. all, I bet it tasted fucking good. Right. Fuck. Like also improvisation. They use improvisation all the time, which I love that they show people. People. Oh, you can right. improvise in witchcraft, like when they're doing the necromancy, the, and they use the whipped yes. cream as the star. Yes, fucking love that. Well, and I love how inclusive the movie is as well. It's it, while being born a witch is so powerful. You yeah. don't have to be born a witch to harvest the power of magic. Right. I mean, literally, all of her friends or whatever you want to call them come and help her. They they. And then the the aunt literally says, "There's a little witch in yeah, all, all of us." Exactly. You know, and I and I believe that personally. I think anybody can heart. Not to sound all, all, oh my god, I hope I didn't say you know whose name during this, but not to sound all, oh no, um, Harry Pottery, um, but I do think anyone could, I think everyone has magic, I think anyone could could practice Mm -hmm. if they wanted to, I think everybody has a gift, Mm -hmm. it just depends on, you have to choose to open it yes exactly yes. i do or well some people don't choose to open it but you have to choose to use it once yes. it's open yes uh, but if you want to harness it you have to choose to open it to yes. get there yes um 
I saw something in my notes that I wanted to mention. The fuck did you, you just said some things? What was it in my head? Was it a ring around the moon? Oh, you said they were all inclusive. Yes. Um, now I will say they do not kind of include men at all. Oh, they do not do they? No, do, they do really not. don't. So males, any of our male listeners that are practitioners, like we are not trying to discount. Well, and that's not. We just a, mean like I only bring I bring up the women thing because mm-hmm. like when they're when they need the circle at the end, mm-hmm. right? It's this many women. Right. Nine women, twelve is better. Right. We need women. It's um, so I just don't want men to be like I've seen that movie and they don't include me. So we're including you guys. So check You're us witches. out. Check us out in the future because yeah. we have uh, one yeah, of my we do. Episodes. One we of have them, a whole episode. Yeah, this summer we'll about this episode. with a male witch. Yes. Um, so one of the things yeah. that he mentions. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, is um, we have in- well bias. men. Men have been there. The whole point of witchcraft is balance, right? So there, they have been kind of grafted into this like toxic masculinity. Don't accept your femininity or whatever. So like when you hear witch, a lot of people think feminine energy. And like, like you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you, I, I, I do. hope you do. Yeah, you guys will need to check out the because yeah, right. there's an entire whole conversation that that goes around that. But I know what you're talking about because right. it's it's that balance, balance. And, and it's just like mm-hmm. a female witch can't be completely feminine. You have to have right. some you masculine have have aspect. Some masculine You've got to have that balance. Right. And for so long, men have been like X Men and. You know, like... Well, it's... For so long, society has said, this is what this needs to be. This mm-hmm, is what this exactly. needs to be. And it's... it's It, it has changed over the years because he and I are about the same age and we grew mm-hmm. up in the 80s. And anyway, like, there's a whole thing. Like, just stick with us and check it out in July. Okay? Stick with us. Check it out July, August-ish. Like, the, yeah. Because that... Like, if I keep, like, it's good, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's all about balance. That's a good point, like, he brought up. It's all about balance, and mm-hmm. also it is a, there's a little bit of bias in mm-hmm. the craft toward women. Oh, absolutely. As, as far as being practitioners versus males. Well, for so, the, again, our male listeners, we want you to feel included, so. Mm-hmm. And for the, for we, the we, most we part, like, you. the craft is known as a goddess worship, even though a lot of people, you know, do the goddess and the god. It has that stereotype of, like, goddess worship and therefore females or, you know, it's like a huge thing. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's there's a whole lot. I mean, the, the more modern day, for sure, definitely mm-hmm. revolves around it being goddess worship. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Whereas, like, you know... It, yeah, anyway, because, I mean, when you think about, it, like, Zeus, he was the he was the head. He mm-hmm. was a guy. Odin, he was the head. He was a guy. Right, right. Peru, I'm specifically he's the head. speaking he's a guy. modern Lou, witchcraft. Yeah, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, <clears throat> so it, it is all very, the the divine feminine is brought up a mm-hmm. lot. So, again, when, we want you guys to feel included, even though it, it, it all is, uh, you know, when, with the inclusion of practical magic it was very much feminine there's not really the only male characters are the the really bad guy and the two love interests are there any other male like nope. main characters Mm-mm. i can't think of yeah yeah so like men Wait, very hey, much have hey, a, hey there's only like two female characters in lord of the rings so i mean there's a few but they never talk to each other and they're barely in it <laughs> so I just meant from the inclusivity standpoint. That's all. Like, just so our male, because we have a lot of male listeners, so I oh, just yeah, want yeah. them to feel included in that. You know, and like you brought up, 
in the craft, males do feel like they're not mm -hmm. uh, as included. Um, but so like the herb use, though, they use it in the food. They use it for topical stuff. Is they they do when they're doing the necromancy they they even sage and burn sweetgrass too mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they use herbs in every way and they grow their own herbs as mm -hmm. you can see from their fucking mm -hmm. amazing goals room mm -hmm. of the herb cabinet like literally love that love that room like if you could take a walk through that room how long would it take you i want a room like that I know. I know. I want one so bad. They also use circle and stars for protection, which are actual mm -hmm. uh, magical mm -hmm. uh, protective. Yeah. And they're the the aunts before they leave when they leave. I love that. They, I just noticed it. Yes. They gave the, the, the ropes. Yes. For protection, which and I think is an, a beautiful like ancestral protection. That's yeah. Awesome. Like yeah. So like I definitely was like that is that is like through and through the craft that people would practice to to. Oh, this absolutely, day. absolutely. Uh, through and through away. I will say from the hokey standpoint, one of my favorite hokey magical things that they do is the toaster. And oh yeah. The blender with the midnight margaritas when it's time for the midnight margaritas. Mm -hmm. But speaking <clears throat> of midnight margaritas, they get cursed tequila. Do you think that's a that do you think that you could actually serve someone a curse to drink and then like cuz you know that they get the tequila mm -hmm. and then they all get drunk on it and then they say horrible things to each other. The way that it's done in the movie, I absolutely think it's possible because the cursed uh, the, the the cursed tequila has belladonna in it, which means it is drugged. It's it's his with belladonna. Oh, so you think, I I didn't think yeah. about it with having belladonna. So in I it. do think so. Uh, I think if you were willing to, that was the other herb use, belladonna for a sedative because <laughs> he wanted too much lovin'. I so. think <laughs> if. Because it almost gives a drunk effect. As a matter of fact, there's somebody in Springfield. I would never do this. Uh, but there's somebody in Springfield who sells Belladonna Dosed Chocolate Truffles. I and yes, Did and I see that on Facebook? Yeah, maybe. And Mugwort Dosed Chocolate Truffles. Now, you have to dose everything very carefully. Very Belladonna carefully. can give a sort of... Belladonna can kill you guys. Oh, well, just no, no, absolutely. No, just only for anybody who didn't probably know. Probably only eat one. Um, or don't eat it at, at all. all. Right. At no, all. No. Like, disclaimer, don't. Yeah. Like, don't. But, but it's before you die, and it, or before it reaches a toxic dose, it gives a very, like, drunkard sort of, like, stoop. I believe it was also used as a truth serum at some point. Yeah. No, and I mean, that's exactly yeah. how it's used in this movie. So, I It's think, a truth serum. They right. say the things to each other they would never say, but they're always thinking. So, do I think you could hurt hex someone and then it end up like that with the right herbs <laughs> i'm not recommending i that. did not think of it as having the belladonna in it mm -hmm. so from that standpoint it's much different and yes because from from the standpoint of the belladonna itself it could totally make them react with with the truth serum piece uh whereas i was just thinking that it is a conjured bottle by the dead, half-dead Jimmy Angela mm -hmm. that left it on the porch to fuck with them, which is why, you know, the aunts are singing the, the song. I think... Because he's definitely involved with the curse that's in the bottle. Because 
Why else would the aunts be singing? Oh, You're absolutely. Because he brought the bottle. Like, right. You know. Oh, okay. So he, let's. I never let's thought let of Maddie having get a little, belladonna. Let's let Maddie get a little dark. Okay. I so, would eat the belladonna chocolate, guys. I I would not. I would. Maybe you eat the mugwort one. I mean, I, I would, would rather eat them both, but not together. So let let's let Maddie get a little dark. If you're asking if I think that if you were to have serve someone a curse or a truth serum, I think it all depends on the witch. If you don't want to, you know, drug someone, I think it's going to have a lot to do with here. Let's have some tea. Let's talk. Did you know this? Oh my God! Did you hear that? You know what I mean. And that then they're like, me of like straight up out of Sabrina, right? Like they're just talking and they're just talking. It's not yeah. necessary. I think no, they do that twice in Sabrina. Two different things. One, right. she kills her, but no, no, one, like not, just not a truth like even if you what? just serve peppermint and like I'm I'm going on intentional. <laughs> gotcha. Well, it's all okay, about it's how all about how you manifest get it. The information. You know gotcha, what I mean? Gotcha. Like I guess I think you could manifest that. Um, but I also think it's possible to do via, uh, <coughs> drugging someone, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, or like if you want someone to open up, um, again, this is not something I practice. So right. Yeah. We're just talking. Right, this right. Is it. If you want, again, we're talking about the magic from the movie. It's not necessarily anything we necessarily right, believe right. in. We're just discussing the magic right, they disclaimer. present in the movie. If I had to, if, if I was, if I had somebody come over and I had issues with them, I think I guess I would probably serve like a lavender tea because it's very relaxing. It's very opening. And then I'd just strike up a conversation. And then I think the real magic comes from what you say and the manifestation and how they react to that energy. Again, I don't see myself ever doing something like that because to me that's very manipulative magic. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's Totally manipulative yes. magic. Yes. But to answer your question, I do think it's totally possible. It just depends on the witch. Well, and I guess in this case, because Jimmy's not technically present unless his spirit's there, right. and they just don't know it. So in this case, it's specifically just you're not in like outside of presenting the item mm -hmm. to consume. You're not involved. Do you think it's possible without with drug with without without drugs? Because I hadn't thought about the belladonna being involved when I with it of just the being full intention alone. With I like it's just cursed. It's this cursed true like this is cursed to make you guys get at each other's throats. Yeah. I think so. I think that's doable. I think I think maybe not necessarily so much in a truth serum because again I think right. that has like, a lot more. When you throw magic. the belladonna in as the truth serum, it like one hundred percent like sells itself. But when I, I wasn't thinking about the belladonna being in there. I wasn't thinking about his liquor that she had drugged. I was thinking about his favorite liquor. That's why it was that bottle. Of I, liquor, I do you know? think I do think like if you were gonna make a tea for <coughs> someone and they pissed you off and you wanted them to fight amongst each other and you put that intention into it, I you know what I do? I do think that would I actually do too. I, I, I mean, I do. I really do. I just wanted, I was just like, yeah. for the conversation piece, I was bringing Right. I hope I didn't yeah. like babble, but no, like, no, I had to explain sense. like, no, there's yeah, many different, different ways, ways. Yeah, absolutely. how that would work. Right. Yeah. 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 No, no, I get it because I'm with you on everything. And, you know, again, from the standpoint of just the item itself being cursed mm -hmm. without the drugging or you being involved. But I oh, still believe. I mean, you could believe, serve somebody. I believe that you can. I believe oh, yeah. you can pour negative. I mean, so I had read this thing, like I've told you in the past, and I think I even mentioned it on our first spiritual journey episode. When I eat food that's like fast food mm -hmm. 
or prepared by others, I don't feel as nourished right. as because I do when I make... their energy is in it. Their energy is in it. And I even, like, saw a meme just the other day about, like, y'all, you know, you're eating food made by people that hate their jobs, and you're expecting your life to get better. I had a really and I was like, weird... damn, that's a really good point. I had a really weird experience. There's no hate towards this person. I don't think they listen. Um... I don't think there was any ill intention, but I can see where this would be kind of strange where I went to somebody's house for dinner and they were practitioners and we didn't necessarily get, it's not that we didn't get along, we didn't know each other. I knew what one person had said about this person versus, and uh, their significant other held up a, 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 a fork of spaghetti and was like, here, try this. And uh, I tried it and now I think about it, I'm like, that's unusual. That's really unusual. That's very like, unusual. I don't know. Well, I guess it depends. Fe it depends on the feedings. level. It depends on the level of familiarity. And it sounds like you weren't that familiar. Oh, which I is never where met it's un unusual. I never met that person in my life. If my husband, like, let me tell you, if my husband meets one of my friends for the first time and then tries to feed her. We're fighting after you after the friend leaves. Like unless we there are was an intention, unless there it, was an intention. intention, right? Was. Right. But if my like, because otherwise that's fucking weird. Thank you. Okay, because like, like I that's weird. What do you guys think? If right? your spouse or partner offers to feed one of your friends first time they're meeting them by hand, what are your thoughts? Well, because my thought is we fucking fighting. We fighting because obviously you're hot for my friend. Because or the, you don't, unless you know, unless I, she had put him up to it, but and she knew. Yeah, because yeah, again, like that's, it's weird either way for a person you don't know. I can't believe I've to never told to you that you. story. No. Oh, it was so strange, was and strange. I know it had to have been magically inclined. It had I mean, because that's weird. Otherwise, that man has no boundaries whatsoever. And it was she sick. knows it, and that's why she wasn't mm, like. I feel fuck? really bad because please don't. If they are listening, yeah, please no. don't think I'm talking shit. I'm not. I just find that I just mm -hmm. found that very unusual, and I didn't know how I'm to bring that up. I'm not talking shit. I just you think know? that's weird, y'all. Yeah, yeah. So I feel it's like weird, y'all. I don't oh know. I just think god. that's weird. Like, what have I been like, hit with the truth serum? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Well, because like, there's uh, one episode of Sabrina, the ones on Netflix, uh -huh. where um, they feed like a truth serum cake, essentially. Like, uh -huh. the cake is to sweeten the tongue so that oh, you answer the question. I right? see. I, I would do that. Would and do then that. there's another one where she serves her cake. Maybe uh, not, not dose cake. it. She's saying she sit, serves cookies and tea, and while they're tea and talking and uh she's getting the information she wants out but the cookies are poisoned oh i would so do at the that. end of the conversation after she admits everything she dies i have definitely done a and it's spell. hilda and i love hilda and like hilda, you oh is this a new one the new one okay, yeah, okay. you I was don't like, expect it from happen. hilda um yeah no i, I was it's like the this netflix did not sabrina. happen with the old one no it's the <laughs> netflix sabrina um yeah. the the uh the the honey spell to sweeten, sweeten the, tongue. the tongue. Oh, exactly. I would absolutely yeah, it was do that. I, as a yeah. matter of fact, I have done that. Yeah, yeah, but and I mean, you know, like I, absolutely, I mean, yeah. and yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's just but it's that was with like, like I mean, like <laughs> it was necessary. It was it like was it was necessary. not a shitty situation. It was more like to sweeten the situation where people were fighting. 
And I yeah. think that's good intentions. I don't think mm -hmm. that's shitty intentions. I'm going to give away all my trade secrets. Let's, like, change this shit. Yeah, we can get off the kitchen witchery now. Because um, so I am a kitchen witch, so yeah, this is my Right, action. yeah. Like, so one of the things that I really like is how they seem to have different powers right mm -hmm. it seems like jillian can't read other people's minds mm -hmm. but she can make shit happen with her mind right whereas jet seems to be able to do both things mm -hmm. and sandra or uh, and sally seems to only be able to read minds uh -huh. but then kylie sally's redheaded daughter can see jimmy angel love in the roses right but both of the grown women can't right which i never Ooh. really until this <laughs> until watching it from the standpoint of looking for the different magics i was like shit they all have different abilities and then francis you don't really i think she's it's like i feel like francis is the one like so stalker channing from greece mm -hmm. i think she's the aunt that does like the kitchen witchery yeah. and uses the herbs and all that mm -hmm. whereas jet the redheaded aunt diane weist she's the one that can read people's minds and make shit happen like pop the toast up and make the blender happen mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but everybody has different talents in the family it's very interesting oh yeah oh yeah and i believe that's a thing <coughs> so I, I think it is too but i like how they addressed it and i like the way that it plays out because they don't actually address it address it no other than like when jillian is asking when they're children if like about her powers because Sally's so powerful when they're kids mm -hmm. and then like they're like you'll find your power later and I was like haha foreshadowing because later they say her power is between her legs because <laughs> she's a slut it is yeah. true it is, it, but, is. I mean, it is honestly I would say the power of like that's a, fem a feminine power period though right uh, look at yeah it that way. like absolutely I mean not to quote Game of Thrones like I do often but I'm pretty sure Cersei Lannister tells Sansa that the best power is not your tears. It's the thing between your legs. Yep. Unfortunately, women have had to live like that for a very long time. Yep. And I mean, like, let's be clear. Um, it's a societal thing, but Absolutely. it varies from person to person. Because, like, I can't withhold. My husband can withhold. He's like, I can wait longer than you can. Motherfucker, I don't have the... I have the power between my legs with other people, but not in my marriage because... I'm the weaker individual there. <laughs> the Empress reverse. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> no, you know one of my cards out of my deck that's missing is the Empress. Well, it's Mother Earth in the Green Witch deck, but yeah, it's the Empress. You're gonna find it. It's gonna be reverse. Yeah. Oh my god. I gotta. I gotta find my own sexual power now. So I'm curious who. First of all, who loves practical magic? Right. Don't tell us if you don't, but do tell us if you do. Right. Um, who loves the soundtrack? One more night, I'd like to lie. Oh, oh my gosh, I love the this kiss, this kiss. I feel like every time you said Michael or yeah. or Angela, I've been like, yeah, Michael. Yeah. If that's not his fucking that name, is not that his is name. a that's Michelangelo. Right, he's an artist. <laughs> Props to the Sistine Chapel, baby. Right, right. Uh, um, every time you've done it, I've been like, is this real? Right? <laughs> I know, but like all throughout, I've just, I've got the, the, the Fleetwood Mac one going in the head. Also, there's that one like, you were always is on my mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not, not my favorite because Angel Love. Angel Love. 
Angela. <laughs> it's when he's trying to kill her. Right. You know? He's like, I'm very into sisters tonight. Ew, gross. No girl wants to wow, hear that. Wow, that is Wait, not cool. if you're a girl that wants to hear that, I didn't mean to be offensive. Also, I just got to throw out, I wore my tiger's eye. Yay. And they, it, the properties that they use for the tiger's eye, totally for real, emotional balance protection. So, I mean, they do use real magic. As, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 they in, do. In they use things, real magic in a Hollywood manner. Just like, yeah, I love American other. Horror Story Coven. We should do I an episode craft. on that one. Yep, like, absolutely. I know you don't like the craft, but I watch Twilight, so we're going to do the craft. Ah! I watched <laughs> Twilight! I know I, I watched that horrible, horrible series for you. So, we're going to do <gasps> the craft. I know, I know, I and, know. Yeah, oh. yeah. But, yes, I we should totally do an episode on the craft. This isn't an every week or no, every month thing, guys. Guys, this no. is just adding to our regular repertoire. We thought it would be fun mm -hmm. since apparently people do like our pop culture. We thought it would be great to bit mix the magic right. and the pop culture right. into an episode. Also, and apparently going to be going on maternity leave soon. Yeah. Ten weeks. Ten weeks. Oh. Ten weeks. Oh. Oh. I'm, I'm scared. I mean, oh my God. I forgot. Oh. Like, not to talk about this it's for a different. minute, but no. I forgot everything that could go wrong with a newborn. Like, now I'm like, oh, my God. Don't think about it. Don't talk about it. Don't think about There's it. like, suffocation. I didn't. Like, I'm like, oh, my Here's God. the thing. Because I truly believe about the, the law of attraction and the power of speaking things into existence. When mine were little, I had to put all of that shit out of my head. Oh, yeah. You know, I had to not think about any of it. And oh, Ryan kicked me. He's like, don't think about it. Yeah, you know what see, we're on the same. Like your boys get me. <laughs> yeah. Well, like one of Theo my Theo and I wake up at the same time of the night. One of my fears right now is Theodore, my sweet, gentle son. I love him. He'll be a year and a half when I have Orion. No, I know. Um, see, that's what I thought you were afraid of. Oh and well, I'm the scared of that. Fear, but also getting used to having two and dealing with that. <laughs> I'm scared of that, but Theodore's gotten to a stage where he's like, oh, here's a blankie, Mommy, and he'll cover me up with yeah, a blankie because I'm cold. You can't cover up your baby, baby brother. No, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, mm -hmm. it's just, oh, God. Yep, no. Uh, newborns are fun to cuddle. They're not fun to, like, keep alive. Have. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, keep alive. You're responsible in every way for keeping it alive. Dude, it's a slug. They can't do. They can't anything. do anything. Yeah, exactly. You are literally responsible for keeping it alive. Like that's that's oh the whole God. job. The whole job. So scary it is. Also, guys, if you think we missed some magic from Practical Magic, like I could show you my notes. I we wrote it all down. Right, right. We're just covering what came out naturally in conversation. Right, exactly. So if you feel like we missed anything, just go watch Practical Magic, and we'll probably will too later too. So it's like we'll be watching together. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Yes. We actually have a goal for this month because we're actually we're putting this out next week, right? Um, Yes. This We're is putting next. this out next week, which is still going to be April. Okay, so we have a goal for May. Yeah, we want to get like 7 to 12 more followers within the next five and a half weeks. Right, so help us reach so, our goal yeah, by if you, subscribing. If you're enjoying and haven't, like and subscribe, comment what you think. Um, we're also on Instagram at which is talking tarot. Yeah, let us know any of your thoughts on practical magic on Twitter at classiest witches. Also, you can see like all of our fun interactions, mm -hmm. and you can check out lots of other indie podcasts that mm -hmm. we like to listen to. You'll hear one of their promos at the end of this. 
Actually, you're going to hear two because uh, we're squeezing an extra one in for somebody who's got a thing coming up in May that they they asked if like anybody could get their promos out before like May 3rd or something. And I was like, we've got like four episodes. So sure, I'll, I'll squeeze it in on all of them. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Support. Check them out. I think it's a true crime thing. So if you're not into true oh, crime, yeah. you know, whatevs. But uh, yeah. Yeah, like definitely check us out on the, the different platforms. Um, Melissa, thank you for helping us to make a better show. We love thank to Thank you, know. Melissa. Yes, we love to know love that you're Melissa. using the bumper sticker. Right, right. Yeah, like Witches Talking Tarot bumper sticker and keychains are out there. That's awesome. Thanks for being our patron. If you want to check out what we offer to our patrons, the link will be in the description. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks for sitting with us first. Bell. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Death by DVD. When watching is never enough. Hi, I'm Harry Scott Sullivan. You may know me from such podcasts as, uh, Death by DVD. We here at Death by DVD sit painfully through hours and hours of movies, so you, the public, can make an informed decision of what you put in your ear holes and eye holes. Some of these films are good, some bad, and some even unmentionable. But all have one thing in common. Watching all of these movies will one day melt our brains into a sloppy wet mush. No need to thank us. We were already methodically destroying ourselves with cinema. At least this way there is a permanent record of our demise. As the midnight hour approaches, the smoke sets heavy and the booze begins to flow like blood. Tune in and drop through hell with your host, Harry Scott Sullivan. That's me! Featuring horror artist I Alexander Nash and more as we take you on a journey through the worlds of horror, gore, cult, strange, slasher, psychotronic, trash, twisted, gornography, weird, driving, cheesy, lost, rare, and frightening films. Join us and listen as life collapses upon itself. Every episode of Death by DVD is available to stream and download directly at www.deathbydvd.com or wherever you find podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Good Pods. Just search for Death by DVD. I'm Linnea. And I like Death by DVD. It's a statement. I am never going to be the same again. And I thought he was going to kill me. And he did do things, you know, because I like true crime as well. And he did do things that serial killers do. And he has, you know, a collection of his victims. And I 
am in there. It's disturbing to think about. They say that if you mess with the bull. But I did feel uncomfortable. Yes, something about his presence just did not sit right. And I just couldn't pinpoint like what exactly was wrong with him yet. You get the horns. But if you mess with the queen bee. It's 41 physical victims. And then there's all the victims that he swindled out of money. There's the ones that, you know, he sent unsolicited pictures to. There's the ones that he stalked. There's so many others that he's harassed or creeped on online or tried to lure. And just so many of us. You get the hive. Join me, Courtney. And me, Amanda, for a special three-part series coming in May. You know, it's hard to prepare myself for, like, who could ever imagine being in this position? You know, anyone who's ever been in my shoes before, like, I just want to hug them because it is so hard. Like, you know, the stories, they get worse and worse, you know? And we had one the other day where it was super disturbing, a lot of these stories are. And I wouldn't be surprised if he killed someone. We will be interviewing victims of a serial rapist and bringing awareness to this, as well as joined by other podcasts for reenactments. We will be diving into narcissism, giving you tips on what to watch for, and firsthand accounts. Because I her down so good, now she's obsessed, dude. She doesn't want anybody else to have me. She doesn't want anybody else. It's her life goal to never let anybody or anybody ever again. That's her goal. She's obsessed. This series will not be for the faint of heart. A Nefarious Nightmare presents Minding the Beehive, Surviving a Serial Rapist. This shit should not be okay in 2022. Like pedophilia, rape, like all the uncomfortable things that nobody wants to talk about. There are people walking free, getting away with every day. Like, because of the way our system is and something needs to change. It's it's not okay. Part one of this series available May 10th, 2022, wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, always mind the bees.